Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly! Hello! Hello! What's happening? Oh, well, happy Monday, Lori. Yes. No, Tuesday. Oh, my yes, gosh. Oh, you guys. Sorry, Lori and Julia. That's great. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to be starting uh, near Washington. Well, in Washington, D.C., and it has nothing to do with Johnny Depp or Amber Heard this afternoon. has everything to do with BTS. Oh, yes. They were there at the White House. That's right. The K-pop oh. supergroup BTS stopped by the White House to deliver some remarks ahead of a meeting with President Biden today. They uh, went to the White House to talk to the president about Asian inclusion and representation and to discuss a sharp rise in anti-Asian hate crimes in recent year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were there in the press room. And everyone, I have not seen that room be more excited okay, for that's anybody. Hysterical. That's <laughs> hysterical. I mean, like, I think there were photos of people lining up around outside of the White House. Oh, yeah. And in the press room during the press briefing today, every journalist has their phone up taking personal photos uh-huh. of BTS. So clearly uh, they're using their star power this afternoon to have a really good conversation with the president. Oh, I mean, you know, that's so cool that they were there. I, I just I just love those boys. Oh, yes. And uh, we'll move on from that. Let's talk about Bobby Brown. Oh, yes. Oh, is this it's show tonight. starting? It starts tonight okay, on Amy. You've got to tape it. Yeah, I did. All right, tell us. And also, Julia, what you're talking about is a new documentary called Biography, Bobby Brown. Right. It starts on A&E tonight. Yes, on A&E. And Bobby Brown is talking about his life. And he said before Whitney Houston came along as the love of his life, he really was into Janet Jackson. Yep. He said, Janet was the crush of my life. Yeah, and he Did said... Did tell us that in her documentary? Did she kind of allude to him? She gave us so little I, I real insight. I couldn't make it that far yeah. to even hear what she said. Well, what he's saying is that when asked, you know, what was it about Janet? It was everything. Her, her little smile, her body, her dance moves, her little laugh, according to Bobby Brown in this new documentary. And uh, according to uh, sources at the New York Post, after all these years, Bobby Brown still, you know, sounds like he might harbor a little crush on Janet Jackson oh, still. I mean, boy, he has quite a life to look back on. And he is not even that old. He's had so many ter- wonderful and terrible things happen to him. Absolutely. In his life. Absolutely. Oh. Bobby Brown's only 53 years yeah. old. Isn't that nutty? He, he seems like he should be 73 yeah. when you kind of think of uh, he lost. where he went, yeah. you know, with New Edition was Wait. so huge. And he, he was so huge at one point. And he was just a teenager. Yeah. When New Edition came onto the scene. Now, he did have a little fling with Janet Jackson. He, and he did. said, we loved each other's company, but we didn't have that long of a relationship. Right. Oh, yeah, I think he had a very interesting and fun love life. I'm going to watch this. I am totally. Yeah. Now, Bobby Brown does say that the reason he feels 
like he and Janet Jackson's relationship didn't work out is because Janet Jackson broke it off because he says that she couldn't be with a man like myself. He goes on to say in the documentary, I'm from the projects, I'm from the hood, and her father, Joe Jackson, wouldn't allow her to be with somebody like me. And I was just going to say, like, she'd been told to by her sisters, don't be with a bad boy. Totally. Well, she was married to DeBarge or whatever. But I, I, I mean, can just see them saying, like, yeah, a bad boy, no. he's never going to be faithful right. to you. Yeah, and we're also, Bobby Brown opening up about hooking up with Madonna. Okay, yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was asked, he said, did I sleep with Madonna? Well, we didn't do any sleeping, says Bobby Brown. <laughs> he said it just happened. I don't even know how it happened. Uh. She probably knows how it happened, but we didn't do any sleeping. Yeah. Gosh. Is this like a two-night thing? It's it's actually going to be... I think it is just two parts, Lori. Mm-hmm. Wait, I have it somewhere. Yeah. I'm, I guess I I'm interested is. in I'm watching very, it because I forget how It's long, on any biography. How You know, he's had a long career and mm-hmm. just so much has happened. Yeah. Uh, now, there are two episodes. One aired, I believe, last night, and okay. then the second part is tonight. Okay. Oh, then I missed it. Okay. Uh, so if you, uh, you know, have any on demand, yeah, mm-hmm. go and check it out. Okay. Um, Kaylee Cuoco says that she is doubtful about a third season of The Flight Attendant. This. Now, Where could they go? Well, that's basically what she said. Yeah. Yeah. She said that it's going to take a lot of thought to make sure if we go back and do it, it's better than the last two, which is very hard to do. She's talking to People.com, Kaylee Cuoco, saying that there are no current plans for a third season of the flight attendant over on HBO Max. Mm. Now, she said there's definitely interest in doing a third season, but she says the plane has landed for her. Now, did you guys watch season two of the flight attendant? I did. I finished it. Did you like it? It wrapped itself up. It wasn't as great as the first one. I I watched the first two and I haven't found my, I haven't gotten back to it, but I need to because Sharon Stone is in it. She is, but I can see why she won't want to do it. She played like eight different people. Iterations of herself. And it went past the book and... She just said... Her character... She was going through a divorce Mm -hmm. at the same time she was asked to not just be one character. She had to be six. Yeah, because she's Because she plays herself in all these... I hate that storytelling technique. Yeah, it has a name. Mm -hmm. She said it was exhausting. Yeah, I bet. She said it was just too much. She's never experienced that before in her life where she couldn't let her character go and she was dealing with too much drama in her personal life. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was hard. I, I'm sure it was. You know, and her hard work paid off for Kaylee Cuoco. The flight attendant was nominated for nine Emmys back in 2021, including uh, Kaylee Cuoco herself. She was nominated for a lead actress Emmy. But yeah, if you're tired, and it's not like Kaylee Cuoco's doing it, uh, the stuff for the money. You know, I mean, right, she's got all right. that Big Bang Theory cash. So she gets to be in that rarefied position where she can be selective about the projects she does next. So we hope I, I want we want her to have optioned Chris Bohalian's book, The Lioness, which she could play Eve, the 34 yes. year old movie star. It takes place in 1964. She, it would be amazing. I it hope she be. has a first look option with Chris for that book because she could produce it and be in that movie and it's a fantastic exciting story it is and did you guys just read this book yes, yes. just came out in yeah June. it yeah it just came out Holly. it's Anime. so it's good. good it's 1964 africa is changing tanzania hollywood she goes on a safari with her f- bunch of her friends and 
bad things start to happen. Oh my gosh! Well, I hope Kaylee Cuoco is listening. Go tweet at her. Yeah, tell I, her to do I it. I know it. I think I have Holly actually. <laughs> now that you say that. Oh well, happy Tuesday, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. Everyone knows that. Everyone though. knows this, but I don't think people. It's really been acknowledged. All because right. If anything, people can sometimes tend to be too hard on themselves. But Julia, we'll just call it pandemic rust. And what I mean is that we have now found out, because, I mean, it is, you know, 2020 and then 2021 and gyms are closed and this, that. Three out of four Americans have injured themselves while getting back into shape. Oh, really? Yes. And I think (sighs) I injured myself Mm -hmm. with getting tendonitis from doing this one kind of a leg squat after not going to class, not doing anything more. All I did was walk. Right. And then six months after walking, I threw myself into going to classes and promptly injured myself. And then I tried to not have a hamstring injury because it was hurting me, but I thought it was my butt muscle, Mm -hmm. which is where your hamstring attaches to it, by rolling on a tennis ball for two months instead of strengthening the hamstring. Yes, we, so we make Oops. our injuries worse. worse. <laughs> I did. But we're not alone. Three out of four Americans, you guys. Yeah. We try to get back into shape too quickly. I want it now. Well, we all want to do what we thought we used because to do. seven out of ten people abandoned completely. Yeah, fitness completely. Because the places where we went and did that stuff was closed. People are not disciplined. There is a percentage, maybe 30% of people, I would put your brother Casey yeah, and in, my, the, in and the, the discipline. Yeah, that, First and last born in my family of discipline like I've never seen. Like you can't believe. So yeah. they're in the third, they 30% really, that kept their fitness. And even with Nine. everything closing down too, remember there was a point in time where you couldn't even buy a dumbbell on Craigslist yes. for like $75 for a 25-pound right. weight because you couldn't buy it you in the stores. You couldn't buy it and they were just collecting dust basically. Exactly. You know, people but, weren't using them like so, we dreamed about. Even the ones that wanted to work out at home, you couldn't even go buy this stuff because it yeah. was such a snatch and grab to get it. 58% of people say the injury that they got from jumping back in too quickly to their activity is hindering them right now. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I believe so, it. So anyway, it is kind of a duh, but it never really even occurred to me because I was in such denial about everything that was happening, worrying well, about the election you, and stuff getting Oh, And I just said, you did weird squats in a funny position but but it was stuff i had done before the pandemic <laughs> right, sure. on a regular basis yeah, got it. you know yep and then all of a sudden i wanted to pretend that those seven or eight months hadn't gone by well i'm not alone many three out of four of us have injured ourselves getting back into shape okay so we're not <laughs> alone we're all in this together now this is good news for people who have no desire to have a child um uh this is a study from Britain from their leading artificial intelligence experts. Okay. Julia, in case you're wondering. We need people to have kids. We need people to support us as we get We're going to have virtual children by is 2017. I, I hope they have good jobs. <laughs> I want our virtual people to make money for the country and be taxed on it. By we- tw- you, you hit it right, though, though. Yeah. We do need people to take care of us when oh, we're no, getting we older. We need these virtual people because... So, what, so, by, so what's the date? Well, to the be date taxed. By 2070, oh. 
um, augmented reality known as AR, AR. Yes. and haptic touch-sensitive gloves will make the experience potentially lifelike. Now, whether or not that means For they can what, nurse, to touch a... Yeah, whatever. An alien? Well, well, just being able to, like, uh, maybe a robot could give massages. Oh, if got there are not it. enough people giving massages. You can also test, like, where, like, these, these sensory suits that they talk about, they're coming to the point where reality, where, like, they even make sex suits, so you can feel certain things on I your refuse. body. Yeah. And so, like, for instance, I'm guessing from a medical perspective, uh, the doctor could put pressure on the ribs area where they're wearing the suit and they could say there's pressure there. Yes, well, you know. oh, this this yeah. is that by 2070, they think one out of every five parents want, might want to have a digital baby over a real no baby. baby. <laughs> I mean, it will right be now. called the Tamagotchi generation. Okay. Um, environmentally friendly digital low cost children. <laughs> this is terrible. Will not deplete the planet of any natural resources. That's forty years. They will years, exist Lori. only in the virtual mind. And uh, um, well, yeah, you'll you'll communicate when you put on your AR glasses and your let's tax them well let's tax robots right it, now anyway well we're not going to be here i mean no, that's, i'm going to be, be on here. Here. well lily she's a nurse and she tells me the saddest thing that she sees about being a nurse is all these old folks that come in from an old folks no home where they have touch them. no family nobody to, to yeah. hug them nobody to even so and we need some ex- this might be great for that we need virtual you know some of the care workers that 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 are in uh short supply right. or high demand and they're stretched right. thin we're gonna need virtual teachers yeah oh anyway well that's I love that it. look at Lori's just touching herself like petting her pink okay her pink gold lame <laughs> my gold lame shirt. Uh-huh. Nice shirt okay now here is a study okay. that we can just once again sing to the ode to the joy of coffee. Another reason. We love coffee. I okay, love This coffee. is finally good news for people who drink coffee, like your brother and many other people, where they put... Straight sugar. A lot of, mm. a lot of sugar in it. Well, guess what? Coffee drinkers live longer, especially if they add a spoonful of sugar. Tell me you're kidding me. Not even kidding you. Wow. Uh, adding a spoonful of sugar to a cup of coffee could be the key to a longer life. Scientists have found coffee drinkers are at a lower risk of death than non-coffee drinkers, but those who like the drink sweet are even le- uh, less likely. And we're to talking die. real sugar. We're not talking NutraSweet. That's right. Real my sugar. My dad's when he switched from yes. the pink packet to the blue packet to the yellow packet. People get me twelve of those. Yeah, twenty-one percent. <laughs> Less likely to die. Really? Uh, if you didn't drink coffee at all, you know, sure. unsweetened. But if you drank your coffee with sweetener, you're 31% less likely to die. I wonder if you add a half a cup and a half a half to it, how much more, li- how well, long are you sugar in yeah. that, you know, 100%. creamer. So, I mean, I love, oh, I love that cinnamon vanilla. I'm just crazy for See, that and coffee and I quit meat. all that stuff. Why? I just love half and like half. I like the taste of coffee. See, That's my problem. I do. I need to disguise it. I like the feelings it gives me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the tingle, but I also... I like the event of just having a hot, a hot cup, cup of coffee, coffee and reading the paper yeah. or reading oh, your computer. Yes. I like that. Yeah, but we really don't want to go more than three and a half cups a day. That's sort of the thing. And if you take sugar in your coffee, you average like one spoonful of sugar, even if you have one cup to three cups. 
you're not doing heaping spoonfuls. But yeah, they're very excited. And they looked at 171,000 adults over a period of uh, 15 years. So I'm always impressed when they have big numbers. Yes. 170, and it was published in the annals. Of in inter- the annals <laughs> of internal <laughs> From medicine. a carol in a library. Uh, no, the, in the deep bowels. Annals? Is that how you say that word? Yeah, annals. like the But journal. I never pronounced it annals. like that. Annals, maybe? I'll I've check always it called it the annals. I'll check it. I'll check it. A-N-N-A-L-S. Oh, see, Donnie would know that right the at the top. The annals? No, it's, I think it's the annals. I wish I had just said the compendium of annals. internal... Annals. 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 Yep. The annals of internal record of events by year by year. Please tell everybody of the other annals. word you looked up today, and we know how to pronounce now. Hotel, Cap, Hotel Cap de Eden Rock. Mm. That's Hotel Cap de Eden Rock. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, just a spoonful good news of sugar, for right. sweet good. coffee drinkers everywhere. She was so right about that, Mary Poppins. She really was. She was. All right, that All right, is thanks, it. Grant. When we come back. Um, uh, we have just a little, we've got some housewife drama going on. One on the West Coast, one on the East Coast. It is getting ugly, you guys. Oh, my God, that commercial sounded Sounds- like some song that I, I just cut off. I'm like, hello. Oh, they've been doing this campaign. Charmin Ultra Soft Wipes have been coming out with, like, rap songs for their campaign. That's so funny. Well, I did I that ready when for you the were song going to be too. over. I know. Yeah, so I just said, okay, everybody, I didn't even pay attention. <laughs> that was great. No, I thought the same thing. And oh. it's at the end of our stop set, so understandable yeah did we when we last saw each other did we post something with ramona singer did we was that the friday when she had like a hostage at a wedding yes we did post said, that oh yeah how oh, yeah. much she loved oh, her and how we could stop laughing and it looked like the woman was just like being held hostage she had a remote filter yeah <laughs> ramona had a little parry knife <laughs> giving her gentle kisses ramona is really working hard to get that phone call from bravo and Andy, that she's going to be on Roni Legacy. Because today she decided to go to Instagram stories. And I couldn't figure out. I don't usually pay too much attention right. to like what's trending on Twitter right, when right. we're on. But I saw Ramona. And because it triggered my memory of the funny wedding video. hostage yep, yep. video. <laughs> I clicked on it. Teresa Judice is going to flip a table over this. Because Ramona... Huh? In confiding to all of her Instagram followers, publicly published Teresa's wedding date, location, and RSV password, even though Teresa had asked for the details to stay private. She doesn't read all that, but she filmed all that. She filmed wow. the invitation with all of that wow. on. Teresa and Louie are getting married August 6th, so there's still time for them to break up. But here's Ramona wow. being right. clueless. I just got the most exotic, glamorous wedding invitation I ever received in my life. And trust me, I receive a lot. Paris Hilton. This is a Lucite invitation. There's all the info. That was presented on top of this Mm -hmm. gift. That's it. And then it cuts off. But right at the end of it there, she holds up. All of them for the date, the RSVP, password to the Is it still up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can see it right now. What is wrong with her? I don't know. But to read... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's done something, you know, and and the, yeah, she's just like so clueless. clueless. I she love really is. I love how she said, which I get a lot of. I, which I get oh, a lot I of. <laughs> the most beautiful invitation was 
on the first episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when Kyle opened up Paris's wedding invitation. Wedding, this, was in, that in a Tiffany year? box. Uh, I don't know I don't when, know when that, no, it was, it was last the end year. of last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. But that was the most incredible yeah. invitation I've ever seen or heard of. And I, it's just so like Ramona, though, to brag about somebody else's wedding 100%. and then ruin everything about it, you know, because probably. Um, Teresa has an agreement with a tabloid or a magazine for the photos. Of course she does. And now that'll be ruined because her date and everything. I can't believe that Ramona would do that. I, I feel like she's anyone who's is watched, stupid like a smart woman. Though, anyone, I feel like she plays it backwards. This is Ramona. Yeah. This is who she is yeah. on The Real Housewives of New York. Annoying. This, annoying. Brittany and I have called annoying. for her to be... Out of we've asked for her, you know, when she was fun when she was turtle time thing, but she's just, um, you know, I'm not, she's just there's something off about her. I don't know what's wrong with her, but I feel, you know, I feel like I would like to know what I I would love to see what Teresa would do because if she flips the table over someone asking her fiance a question. How is she going to handle the fact oh, she that won't. Ramona just, just gave away the, the date, the RSVP, where it wow. is? Wow. I think it's absolutely hysterical. And it's then funny. Kelly Dodd and, and Lisa Rinna. Who's Kelly She's Dodd Orange again? County. Housewife. Housewife. And now Lisa Rinna are feuding. Why? So, all right. I'll try and make this quick. Okay. So, I, you don't watch Southern Charm, and neither do I, but you know who Todd Chrisley yes, is. Yes, you know yes, yes. I've watched it a couple times. He's okay. kind of funny. Okay, so his former business partner testified last week, You know, anyway, that he and Todd were getting blackmailed about their affair that they had, All and right. they paid out money and blah, blah, blah. All right. And it was in court, which is why it came out. And that show, I think, is still on. And in the comments, yes. comments section on page six, Kelly Dodd, Who's the thirsty woman? I mean, she who got did, kicked off Orange County because she, she was did. so nasty. Okay, I know who she is. She wrote in the comments okay. under that Harry Hamlin is next. Oh, mean about be, a story, and then of course anyone who watches Beverly Hills remembers a few seasons ago Lisa Rinna. I think they were in Amsterdam, and um, Kim Richards was on the trip, and she they were at a in a boat, a glass Yeah, boat, yeah, I remember and, this. And Vanderpump yeah. was there. And um, Kim Richards says, well, you know, Lisa, I guess I wouldn't be throwing too many stones. You know, there's Beverly Hills Talks, and we all know about Harry Hamlin. Oh. And Lisa Rinna stood up, took a wine glass, smashed I remember this. Yeah, off yeah. The, I remember this. the cup, yep. and lunged at her. With just the stem. With just the stem. Mm-hmm. And... So Kelly died. Have you heard this rumor before, though? I've I don't, that I, was the first. Sure. That, but Kim did that, and Kelly Dodd then says this. I'm gonna book the bear. And then on Sunday, Lisa Rinna was fighting with someone on Instagram. Oh, jeez! After he threatened to expose expose her, um, and she posted this guy's phone number on her Instagram. And they're going back and forth. And this guy that Lisa's fighting with on Sunday said, Rena, you need to go worry about your husband and your finance and, and who he's spending his time with because his wife is too busy running her overfilled mouth. Beverly Hills talks, and we all know, and a rainbow emoji. 
Have you? This is the day after Kelly died. Now Lisa Rinna is firing back and she's got a beard on and it's all getting quite ugly. But there has the only rumor I ever heard about Harry Hamlin was that maybe there was Canadian side. He goes there all the time because he's got a cabin there and there might be a secret love who likes to camp and eat mushrooms mushrooms yeah yak meat and do um <laughs> no she's gonna make I, uh, scar, or oh, whatever yeah. you take that, in the mouth it, I might be, it might not be peyote or ayahuasca peyote peyote it might be something else oh, mdma no but i'm just saying for the north woods you know, because i think that would be a scarier deserts you know would be harder to conjure monsters out of nothing it seems more peaceful if you were going to have hallucinations i feel like trees and lakes and rocks Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. You know. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. So there is. So anyway, that's all happening in uh, Beverly Hills. Housewives World. Housewives World. And then uh, Lisa Rinna is doubling down and posting hot pictures and calling him Harry Bleepin Hamlin. He's her man. But it's all getting ugly. But right now, all eyes are on Ramona for this. uh, I just absolutely love it. It's costing Teresa everything. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it for that. You know, believe I me, this her. was not uh, meant to be happening. No. Okay, so um, I just want to give a shout out because, you know, our friend Neil Justin at the Star Tribune. Yes. Um, Frontline on PBS tonight um, has been working with um, the Star Tribune's writers to talk about police on trial. And it debuts tonight on tonight? PBS. Okay. And it's... Um, you got a DVR that then? Yeah, it's at 9 o'clock tonight. Okay. On Frontline. All right. So All right. should be a good story. I'm sure it'll be good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be good and I'm sure it'll be shocking. Yeah, I'm sure. For some people. Anyway. Yeah. Everyone have a good night. We'll All be right, back tomorrow. Great. See you tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.